Sometimes you gotta switch hands. <laughs> this cuts to the Listen, thing. if Joe Burrow's right wrist is gone, sometimes you gotta resort to the other hand. Welcome back everyone to the Coconut Curry Podcast. If you're new around here, we are three college students at the University of Pittsburgh. We chat about sports. We hopefully we offer a new fresh perspective on some things. We missed last week's episode because we were home for college break. Yes. Um, fortunately at Pitt we have a whole entire week off, which is much needed sometimes, but we didn't record, so we missed all of week eleven of the NFL. But we're here to talk about week twelve. Yeah. We're gonna brush over everything that kind of happened last week because, because it was kind of. I'm trying to think about like what even happened last week. Honestly, like it just becomes old. Like the it NFL becomes is so weird. so fast. Like, so like, much random matter. stuff uh, happens in between that you just. Like yeah. last week is irrelevant. What's NFL rundown? Uh, Travis Kelsey can't play well without Taylor Swift in attendance. Yeah, basically. Eagles, then he played well last week. Yeah, this week. This week, yeah. Uh, Eagles always have to make the games give you five yeah. heart attacks before they win, which they did again this week. Yep, it happened again. Uh, what else? Um, Mister oh, Danny DeVito. Tommy Danny, not Tommy. <laughs> Danny. Yeah, Tommy touchdowns over here decided to start playing well for the New York Giants. Yeah, Tom um, Danny DeVito. Anything else notable from last week? It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. The, the Bills are in shambles. Broncos won. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, please like, comment, subscribe. It helps our mental health entering the last stretch of the semester. <laughs> um, we could really use that little boost. If you click off after a minute, you're fake. Um, <laughs> anyway, last year we had a big segment where we talked about Thanksgiving. So I didn't, oh, yeah. didn't yeah, want to just brush over Thanksgiving. So if you were new here, last year we had a classic moment where Raj did bad. not know what he ate at Thanksgiving. That was really well, bad. He didn't know and I, I can't, I wish we could pull up the clip right I, now. I might insert clip here. I have an Indian Thanksgiving. I can't really contribute. <laughs> like, okay, so what on Thanksgiving, like what is your thing? Um, what do you mean it's been a minute? It's been a year. Yeah, short term memory. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So I guess it's like Indian appetizers, like samosas and all that stuff, like okay. small things like that. Um, Let's see what else. I mean, it's just like all the small Indian apps and then I guess like I'm Rice? really I'm trying to think out here. Bro, we asked, how do you not know what you, you, said, you said I have an Indian Thanksgiving and we said, what is an Indian Thanksgiving entail? And you said Indian food. <laughs> yeah. Indian appetizers, Indian entrees. And the only thing you've been able to name is samosas. <laughs> and I'm guessing rice at this point. I'm trying to think. Um let's see. And then the normal like chips and salsa or like dips like that. I'm still Give me a sec, I'm still going. Do you know Indian foods? I'm saying what other stuff. The Indian food the main course stuff. So what name? I'm going Indian... down the list. Oh my god. Give me a sec. Okay, so we have samosas, chips, and salsa. I'm going down the list. Then they have like this uh, kind of like a spice mix thing where like you keep saying, you keep saying that. Shush. <laughs> Then, um, flaming hot cheetos for the main courses, it's like, yeah, we'll make a turkey, we'll have like mashed potatoes, oh. gravy, and all that. Oh, really? We'll okay. have all that stuff. And then, <laughs> wait, so this is not an Indian Thanksgiving. What I are you told you it's both. <laughs> he just went from a college educated podcast <laughs> to like not even graduating middle school. Like, I'm honestly not sure what's happened in this episode. I'm gonna be honest. Our, our brain cells are lowering by the second. Yeah, oh my god, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what I was screaming at him about, but he was do, he was saying some stupid stuff. I was not alive at that point. Clearly, point I don't know what it was on. Yeah. So Raj, it is seven forty-five on Monday. All right. You are caffeinated. You are, you are caffeinated and well dressed for this oh, yeah. podcast also, episode. Do you want to explain your suit? Yeah. Um. I'm wearing this to uh to the Bills' funeral. Yeah. Unfortunately, their playoff hopes are slim to none very soon. Yeah. Even though they're six and six, Josh Allen's not being any allegations. Rest in peace. Yep. 
the Bills season and probably Super Bowl window. Anyway, yeah. continue. Caffeinated, well dressed. What did you? It's eat? not too late. <laughs> Rosh, what did you eat for Thanksgiving? So I started off at 3 p.m. drinking a beer. Okay. And then at 4 p.m. That's not something you ate, but <laughs> another beer. Another beer. Okay. okay. And then at 5 p.m. another beer. Okay. What time did you wake up? <laughs> Ten. Okay, okay. Up at 10 you didn't eat anything nope obviously not you, you didn't eat anything all, all the way until although that's kind of fair if he's fasting for like the big thanksgiving yeah. meal fair that's didn't good. that could be valid what beer were you drinking oh it's some ipa my cousin had i don't okay. remember what it was i we're did have to an, a great start. i did have an icy mango one. okay you had one icy mango and then like three one, ipas three ipas okay four beers so it's five o'clock so it's yeah. fu- it's now it's now happy hour yeah yep. what did you have so I, my sister drove me to my uncle's place. Good. Very we, responsible. Yep. Responsible driver here. Yep. yep. We get to my uncle's place and I go into the garage. And the first thing that happens is my dad hands me whiskey. Oh, God. So <laughs> oh God. I had a nice black label and coat. So it's, it's 530 at this point. Yeah. Not a single thing. <laughs> no, food, yeah. no calorie. <laughs> no food, solid yeah. calorie consumed. Good. Only bread, water and whiskey. 6 p.m. hits. I finally eat food. Okay. What well did you done. Eat? I had buffalo wings. Okay. I had tandoori chicken. Ooh, that's okay. So I, that, those are the two things. There's a lot of vegetarian options that mm. like the because there was a big fast that day. Yeah. So for my like for my mom and anyone who's like very religious and like mm. wants to do all that, they're fasting. So they weren't allowed to eat until eight. But they had this thing called a uh, selmumbra, which is basically like these like little fried like dough, not dough. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a little fried Green like. No, no, no. That, that's it's not a dessert. Okay. It's like um. Imagine like um, you know those little cinnamon twists from Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. It's like very tiny, like kind of like fried rice things. Okay. So they had that, and you like put potatoes. I believe like, you had that last year too. Yeah, sweet chutney and shit on that. How do you remember that? Because I remember it being a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He's yeah, like, yeah. oh, we don't eat the regular <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving. I was like, what did you eat? Yeah. That was really bad. But at every Thanksgiving, every Indian event, that's all, they always have that for some yeah. reason. So there was that, and then there was honestly, that was the only vegetarian thing. Okay. So then because everyone was saving room for like, because it's like very small appetizers because for some reason it was a potluck. So everyone brought something. Yeah. yeah classic. What so did your family bring? My family marinated the chicken and my mom made okay. noodles. Gotcha. Oh, that's so good. we had these, we had uh, Thai noodles there to mix oh. for like dinner and stuff. Damn, that sounds good. So then we didn't eat Thanksgiving dinner until like 10. Wow. So I was still drinking. So what was a- the chicken part of like? appetizers or yeah app, okay. apps basically okay. so i was just basically down in that trying to sober up a little bit so i <laughs> kept, kept my composure around my family <laughs> i was <laughs> because you're like five or six drinks deep at six six yeah with, no with calories. zero food whatsoever so i downed a lot of wigs a lot of tandoori chicken there we go and then seven o'clock hits i go back into the garage no no my dad go. hands me uh founders this beer from boston so I start, Boston. yeah. So I start drinking that. I had about because it's like I think there's two beers in one can or three. The segment's turning into what did Raj drink? Wait, on basically, wait. Thanksgiving. Do you do a tall boy? It's not even a tall boy. It's bigger than the tall boy. Are you yeah. a forty? I I think it was a forty. I'm not sure. Oh I don't. God. I never read the can. <laughs> what the hell? So first I like put half the can into my solo cup. I go back and hang out with like the cousins. I'm like playing with the kids. No pause. No, it's fine. Oh my god, you, it you wasn't need- weird until you made it weird. Shout like out Josh, Josh Giddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so I like play with my cousins and everything. We're just chilling and vibing. I'm sipping on my founders. I go back into the garage and re up on my cup. 
Still no Thanksgiving food at this point. Not even any Indian dinner or whatever. People are running on fumes right now because we're waiting for my cousin from California to fly in. Oh, so you were waiting for one person? To yeah, show up to it's an, it's yeah, it's a because it's, it's a, yeah, I'm sure that's tradition. Yeah, it's some tradition yeah, thing because yeah, yeah. he he married in, so we were waiting for him. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was around. He sh- finally pulled up from EWR at 10:30, and then I was finally able to eat Thanksgiving dinner. Bro, I was like. I might have been asleep at that point. <laughs> I was still. I'm not gonna lie. I needed a Red Bull or caffeine or something. I needed something. I was not there at that moment. Yeah. But Thanksgiving dinner finally hit. So what did yes, you, you eat? eat? So here is the American because I'll separate into the American and the Indian okay. side. Okay. I like I like how this is yes, going already. Thank God. So the American side, we had turkey, corn, mash, gravy, okay. cranberry sauce. Okay. Very Just simple. Very traditional. Very simple gotcha. traditional. So I loaded that all on my plate. Okay. And then for the Indian side, we had paneer tikka masala, which is basically like kind of like goat cheese made into like these cubes. Chicken tikka masala. There was um for the people fasting, there was like this eggplant like um kind of like salad thing. Mm-hmm. It was kind of it was interesting. I don't eat that stuff. Stay away. <laughs> Give me meat. Yeah. I don't eat salad. Nope. I don't eat salad. green stuff. Blah. No. And then the noodles. And then the noodles either had chicken in them or they were just plain for the vegetarians mm-hmm. there. And that was. Pretty much it, actually. And then, That's a good vibe. and then dessert was like you know, some people brought cookies, some mm-hmm. people got brownies. And uh, my c- cousin's husband from can, um, California, I have a brownie in my hand. He's six four, like two sixty. Oh, no. He runs up behind me, grabs my arm, takes it, and eats a brownie out my hand. <laughs> I got assaulted. That must, been, that must have been a really good brownie. <laughs> and then he also sat on me. Oh. That's good. Well, this is the same cousin from the wedding in Jamaica where he also oh, gave me a lap. Tackled you. He tackled yeah, me and yeah, also yeah. gave me a lap dance. Yeah, you can go check out Raj's episode. Raj finally speaks. I think it's episode yeah. eleven or eight. That was one of our like most viewed episodes. It sure, sure was. People you were, were very interested big hit on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, people were very interested in me getting assaulted multiple times. Wasn't Andres saying something like Andres was talking about? He brings up the plane ride twenty minutes later. Oh yeah, he's like speaking of planes. We're like, oh, dude, I <laughs> talked of planes. I talked <laughs> about the plane there twenty minutes ago. Yeah. But yeah, that was um, really that was my go. Thanksgiving, and then <laughs> afterwards I had a big ass headache. No, speaking of airports, <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that's what that it was. was it. Now I remember it. But so yeah, yeah. How, how hungover were you the next day? Very, but I was I had a, <laughs> I, had a I had a massive headache because uh my my mom and I counted the people there. There's 41 people in there in total. Guess how many children encompass that 41? Uh, so the Pause. children are part of the 41. Settle down, <laughs> um, they're part of the 41 uh i'm gonna say 20 i was gonna go 13 12 but let oh. me t- let me tell you the age range you? of these children uh zero to ten zero One. to six oh, that's, that's a lot of young kids yeah that's a... so and you know children they yeah, like to scream they oh. like to run around it's oh. like it's like the video where it's like what do I do with this? It's when you have like really younger siblings. Like, what do yes. I do? I don't know. Give them a beer. They're, they're eight. He's four. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. What do you want me to do, do with them? them? Yeah. But they're a lot. I taught them how to play Pong. I taught them how to play Flip Cup. I mean, you got to teach them young, right? Yeah. It wasn't even my idea. It was my cousin who's like 40. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. I have my two. Um... Yeah. Basically. So long story short, um, I, I have a lot of family from Pennsylvania. Love them to death, but it's pretty hick. And, um, uh might have brought the uh the old beer bong out there and they uh they got after it (laughs) and i was not expecting somebody with uh in their mid-30s with a wife and two kids to be able to uh two single beer (laughs) apparently did all right was was your thanksgiving a like a 
like one of those re- Instagram reels or TikToks where it's like the conservative family comes over for not, Thanksgiving. Not real. Like they're, I mean, they're more, I mean, obviously they're all conservative, but like they're not as like, they're not that kind okay, of. Okay, they don't, they don't fit the stereotype. They're, not, no, they're okay. not like, they're not like, they don't love Trump. They're okay. just conservative. Okay. Like, cause they're like, they're, they just want to, like, they just want to do their own. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the big thing. Yep. Like they like when you walk into my aunt's house, like it's it's a log cabin in the suburbs, and they have like deer heads mounted. I was on the about walls to ask that. Yeah. They have the gun safe in the corner. Like it's they got like a big bass set up somewhere, or like a fish uh, thing. There are fish decorations. Yep. Um. Mm. It. But yeah, like that. It's an interesting vibe, but my god, can they drink? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, what better? What it more is can insane you do? how it. Th- I. Of course, now that I'm like 21 now, and I can actually understand like what drinking is. I'm like, wow, you guys like were drinking so much when I was little. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. I was t- I was talking to my mom about it the other day because um, I was like, I've never really like noticed like some of my extended family like drinking a lot or being yeah. drunk. But I'm also like, I would never have looked for it. Yeah, you wouldn't at like, all even think about Like, it. I wouldn't yeah. have even thought about it. Like, yeah. I'm off like in the yard doing something or focus on whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On New Year's or something, I'm just watching the ball drop. Yeah. Not really or like you're of, watching the football game. Not really or aware like, of like, oh, Aunt Ellie, that's your 10th year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, oh, you can't walk straight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Even that my family thing. Like, when I was younger, like, they would do it in the garage away from the kids so we would never yeah. notice. But as I got older, I'm you like... slowly started noticing more and more. I was and like... Hold up, that is straight whiskey. Yeah, you guys are pounding. I was like, really not contained to the garage. Why do yeah. people keep walking in and out? Yeah, <laughs> it's a very odd spot to be on yeah. Thanksgiving. It really is. Oh, that doesn't taste like Coke. <laughs> yeah, this, this Coke tastes a little funny. Yeah, it's a little spicy. It's a little spicy. The back of my throat, like it's starting to burn bit. a little bit. It's supposed to burn. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> you alcoholic. <laughs> um. For my Thanksgiving, I you know get through the regular uh, regular Thanksgiving food, yeah, and yeah. my little cousins always come over after we have our main meal because they come for dessert because they come from another place, and so we have apple pie, pumpkin pie, pecan pie, and everything. And I love pie, so I'm always like a slice, a big pump. Which one? Pie. Which out of the three is your favorite? Oh well, this is this is a contentious debate. Okay, okay. apple pie is better than pumpkin pie. Yes. Okay, but. Apple pie is usually eaten like year round, especially like Fourth yes. of July. Whereas pumpkin pie is only for Thanksgiving, so it's more special. So yeah, yeah so if you're asking me what would I rather have on Thanksgiving, it's pumpkin, pumpkin pie because I don't have it a lot. But well, apple pie is better. Yes, I fully agree with that statement. Yes. So I guess that's a hot. I don't know if that's a hot take. Some people really don't like pumpkin pie. I don't, don't get it. No, no. When so, oh, I remember this a, now. There's a story where one of our uh, friends, Jacob, we were at Costco and there's a pumpkin pie there, and he goes, "Yo, everyone would eat it." Okay, wait, back up. Costco pumpkin pies are not normal size. They, they are, are 15 big. inches like, diameter. Like, this is like a pizza, basically. Yeah. And like a full, is this like this a, year? Last year. No, this was uh, sophomore year. Yeah, sophomore year. So it was like two years ago. And, and it's not like, oh, it's like a little thin pumpkin. It's like an actual, like, yes. true thickness pumpkin pie. Like 15 inches across, like like an inch or two deep. It was like 18 bucks. Like it wasn't pricey or was, whatever. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was dirt cheap. But like, Costco. I think I got it for one of the tailgates or something. Yeah, I remember you got it for something. Because Jacob yeah. was like, oh, don't worry. Every- Dude, you got to get it for everyone. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's 18 bucks. <laughs> I get it. And I bring it. Only like two people had it. Next thing you know, I have this 
big ass <laughs> pumpkin pie sitting in my fridge. I, I ate it. Yeah, I you did. It. Yeah. And I was trying to, I was like, I, I was like, dude, I got to have at least some of it before I chuck it. So there I am having pounding pumpkin pie for the next few days, yeah. trying to have it before it goes back. I could already picture Raj. It's like, it's like, 11.30 at night and he just like opens up his fridge. Tears and like, running down his Tears running down his face knowing I gotta eat more of this pumpkin pie but I really don't want to. Another day. Because I remember coming for the OGs. I, I remember coming over to Forbes Craig once and there was a pumpkin pie there and I was like I love pumpkin pie and you're like yes. eat it please. <laughs> yeah. You can see the pain in my eyes as I said please. <laughs> Ever since then every time Jacob mentions I should get something I say no. no. You have no privilege telling me what to get anymore. <laughs> Ever since that moment. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> anyways back to your story yeah, anyway so we i'm like about football yet no <laughs> no <laughs> we, we are a sports we, podcast i swear to god we just need to get through next yes. week because it's always entertaining you can so, see why so i i get these two pieces of pie and then my cousin comes over and she's like guys i made a cake for thanksgiving oh, no. and she's like 11 oh, or boy. 10 i can't remember which one but she's like she's like 10 years old made this cake and she's so excited for everyone to try it i'm like i'm like lily like there's so much food like i'm <laughs> so full from dinner i'm eating these two slices of pie with like ice oh cream i love pie so much i'm like ready to pound pie and then like, Lily's like do you want a piece of cake i was like sure <laughs> just the tears rolling down your face again just like okay so i'm so full by the time like dessert's over mm whatever i'm hanging out my stomach just gets worse and worse i feel so sick i oh go to boy. bed for the night like pull my trash get a little closer to the bed like, oh in case i need to vomit oh did you puke no i didn't oh, you're okay. lactose intolerant right yeah I, I, the rules kind of go out the window sometimes I on mean, holidays yeah i mean like, fair enough yeah especially uh, for like your stomach was definitely telling you but yeah you I, especially i think the extra cake didn't really help i like yeah. i was laying in bed i was like well i'm pull this a little closer just in case what type of cake was it a buttercream like the, oh, that oh did, no! That, that's what did you? <laughs> it's oh. the buttercream. <laughs> okay, wait. Random question: Shoot. Buttercream or whipped cream on cakes? Whipped cream? On there's cream no, on no. Cake? There's two different types of. Cre- Never mind. You mean icing? Yeah, there's two different oh. icings. There's whipped icing. Oh, whipped or buttercream icing? I prefer buttercream. I prefer whipped. Anyway, well, wait, wait, I, don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> okay. I just, I, that's just always that, been, that was the entire statement. Yeah, that was the just Coconut always Curry been, podcast yeah. refers to whipped icing. Yeah, that's just always been some th- like debate I hear people have about cakes. Yeah, the problem um, is like buttercream icing can be like if you, like, you have too much on the cake. That's what I think. It, yeah, like, overpowers the cake. Yeah. But some people don't really like cake. Mm-hmm. They don't like the the filling as much. Yeah. They're just in it for the icing. But I yeah. really like the cake. Itself. I feel like the buttercream icing kind of just overwhelms the cake too much. The worst part, the, the worst time about my cousin is she doesn't really even like cake that much. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> when she served herself her slice, she served a really tiny itty bitty piece and was like, yeah, I'm only eating this much because I don't really like cake. I was like, why'd you make the cake then? You almost <laughs> killed me. <laughs> she, re- she really thought she was onto something there. Oh my God. Well, it so was like, funny. it was a decent cake. Yeah. I was like, oh, you should make one for like, christmas eve because we usually have a big celebration for christmas eve mm-hmm. and i'm like but i don't want her to like i was like i'm gonna eat too much on christmas eve again too and probably like Wait, pass out at mass does cheesecake like kill you oh cheesecake's really bad okay no amount of lactate oh, dude, the, other day, the other day the other day i went to so starbucks good. and i forgot to hit almond milk on, oh. on the app but like starbucks is expensive so yeah. i had to drink it like i wasn't gonna be like no because i was seven mm-hmm. bucks or whatever it yeah. was so i waited till i got back to my room i took a lactate drank half of it then took another lactate drink half of it i was in shambles like <laughs> just obliterating didn't the help toilet. at all <laughs> or if it did help then i would have died if i didn't have it, it was, yeah. 
It was absolutely brutal. Who needs Miralax when you can just drink Starbucks? I, it it was the same thing. It would be horrible. Um, but yeah, no, cheesecake is really bad. Like, <sighs> I've been to the Cheesecake Factory multiple times since I've been lactose intolerant. People are always like, oh, treat yourself. It's fine. Take lactose. I'm like, you don't understand. The it, lactate it, is just so I survive. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is not that, oh, it's like a little treat for me. <laughs> no, it's 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 terrible. It's yeah. like cookies and stuff with, made with milk. We'll make that a fantasy punishment. Just eat an entire cheesecake from Costco. No lactate. Just crying. <laughs> Tears. God, I can't eat another boy. Eat it. <laughs> Just constantly walking up to the bathroom, throwing up. Oh, no, we're gonna have him do the gallon challenge. <laughs> <laughs> with the Just puking your brains out. Because for anybody that doesn't know, the normal gallon challenge is that you have to drink a gallon of milk in an hour without puking. You can poop, but you can't puke. But for Justin, he just has to get it all down at yep. some point because we know it's going to come back up oh anyway. Oh my so it god! Matter. Beer if I had to run like a chocolate milk mile or something, I'd be in. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll we'll do the stomach Olympics. <laughs> First, an entire Costco pizza. Yeah, extra cheese. No, what we do, we got to do um, for the mile. We got to do for every lap. It's one thing in a Wendy's four by four. Oh my I, god! I did uh, when I was was it my first year in college or second. One of the years we did a Wendy's four by four. So like we would eat a four by four, run a 400, tag our teammate who would eat a Wendy's four by four. Like the entire four by four? Yeah. Like we ran like, we like the burger fries, other. like yeah, nugget. Yeah. You run the did you have to destroy the entire drink or was it a milkshake? Like no, a it was a Sprite. Oh, it was a Sprite. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that would be like, oh uh, God. Yeah. I would. <laughs> you were the fries are impossible to get down fat like you're just yeah. trying to like because the because then like you need to add more soda but then the soda's getting off oh, yeah God. and it's so much carbonation and it's, you're chugging then it. your stomach is off and then you're like all right time to sprint <laughs> yeah. fries on the burger yeah you gotta if you're t- if you're talking like food if you're talking yeah. speed yeah speed yeah fries on the burger and just pound and it. then down the nugs with the fries at the same time yeah and then just pray to god yeah just yeah. dump the sauce packet in your mouth <laughs> just eat it yeah <laughs> just eat the sauce packet <laughs> All right, so football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so football. Uh, we're going to start with Thanksgiving football. Uh, yeah. I feel like oh, that's the most appropriate Jesus place to oh, begin. Oh, this game. I'll, I mean, I got to say, I think the Thanksgiving football games were like... They were pretty good. They were. Oh, I mean, I, well, I, the Cowboys no, was terrible. I thought they were all bad. Well, no. no Packers-Lions was a decent game. Besides at, that, at one point, it started off bad. It started off bad, got better. So yeah. hopping into that game, Packers beat the Lions, who were at home, 29-22. Um, just reactions to that, because that's a... Felt like the Lions at home... On Thanksgiving, having a really good season, and then all of a sudden, the Packers take him down. And all right, to defend my client Jared Goff here, here's what happened: it was a waxing gibbous moon. <laughs> Your Honor, it's not the Lions' fault they lost. It was written in the stars. You cannot blame the Lions for losing that game. What What do you have to say for the Lions' three turnovers? It's the waxing gibbous effect. It, it was a paid actor. The ball was a paid actor. It, it influenced everything. Jared Goff is innocent, Your so Honor. So you don't think the Lions had any control over the outcome of the game? I don't think they had any control at all. It was a waxing gibbous moon, Sir, and that's what happened. We pleaded sanity. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if no one saw the stat before the game, uh, on a waxing gibbous moon, the Lions were 0-12 on Thanksgiving Day games, which is a ludicrous I guess stat. I think it was like since the merge, they played on 13 Wax and Gibbous Thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. And on all of those, they've lost. Yep. And then, of course, this game was one. It was, and, a, it was another Wax and Gibbous. And a yeah. smart guy told the, the group betting group chat that Lions money that the line. Lion, the, not, not to bet the Lions money line because the, of the moon. And a lot of smart people or supposed smart people 
said the Lions, of course, are going to win on Thanksgiving at home, and they're having a good season. And who won? The Gibbous. The, yep. the Moon won. Uh, Jordan Love really rose to the occasion, uh, 268 yards, three touchdowns. Felt yeah, like a yeah. big coming out party for him because yeah. like, the Packers have been a meddling yeah. team all year just mm-hmm. kind of winning games not really that yep. good yep. injuries up and down the roster inconsistent felt like national like spotlight game the lions are a historic franchise on thanksgiving and for jordan love to have a really good game i'm, I'm happy for him it gave him some positive yeah. attention yeah. i think he really needed i i do it was really nice seeing jordan love finally like you're right like he rose to the occasion because there's been a lot of talk about you know jordan loves terrible like whatever and it's like no, he's fine he's just mm-hmm. and it's like well he sat behind rogers for however many years and he comes out and he's not the greatest quarterback immediately well, what it's do you like, expect it's like not every quarterback's going to come out the gate looking like a joe burrow or like a justin herbert or like a well patrick mahomes even sat yeah. and it's just like jalen hurts sat too jalen hurts sat too it's just like some quarterbacks just need more time to develop and mm-hmm. i think you're finally starting to see it's like all right he's just He's developing. Hey, Kenny Pickett sat. Uh, Kenny Pickett <laughs> sat for a couple games before they immediately threw him in. Well, four games. <laughs> for four games. But um, that's... I almost forgot that Kenny Pickett sat. Yeah, exactly. Like, you might as well not have... Mitch franchise. Whatever. <laughs> Money Mitch. Um, but <laughs> it's 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 just... I, it's, I like seeing Jordan Love do well. I mean, that's just really the plain and simple. Um, also, I, with the state of quarterbacks in the NFL right now, like, Jordan Love is yeah. far from someone you're looking to replace. Yeah. Yeah. Like He's at, playing solid. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, as a Giants fan, we've found oh. our second franchise quarterback in uh, <laughs> Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito, <laughs> Tommy <laughs> Cutlets, um, the, the Italian stallion himself. Tell me my mom makes my bed. Yeah, t- t- Tommy, I've never done laundry. Um, <laughs> but the Lions did try to make it interesting. Yes, like they the, did, right yes. at the end, I thought they had a chance of coming yeah. all the way back. They, I mean, they had a chance, and they yeah. very similar situation when they beat the Bears last week. They came, yeah, and they were down. They came back from yep. it, so. Um, it'll be really interesting to see. I think the Lions are, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but I think the Lions are an interesting team to watch forward because they had a really good year. The Packers loss is really bad. They really almost bad. lost to the Bears. Mm-hmm. So now it's really interesting to see how they'll like come, go forward. Are they going to yep. be able to bounce back from this adversity or are they going to kind of like resort to being a more of a six and six football team mm-hmm. than an eight and three, which yep. I think they are now. Um, so that was an interesting game. A game that was not interesting was the Cowboys beating on another bad football team. It was good for like the first quarter and a half. It was like seven yeah. ten. It was close. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. And then all of a sudden, Cowboys break open the, the game forty five ten. Just, I mean, they beat another bad team. I don't yeah. know what else there is to say. Of course, I think it's impressive when you can beat a team by thirty five, yeah. but. They consistently do this to the bad teams, and they still have three losses on the year. Don't worry. This is where we are in the Cowboys cycle right now. Beat up on bad teams, and we're gonna. We're, it's our year. Then there'll be a first or second round exit. It's like that every season. Yep. Um, the big thing I get from this game is just the commanders need to focus so much money on that offensive yes. line. Mm-hmm. It is so bad. Their their Ham skill Sowell positions are is good. Constantly running Ham for his Sowell life. Is running yeah. for his life. And like he's his skill positions are good players. Like uh, Jahan Dotson, he's pretty he's, solid. He had a good year. Terry McLaurin, free is McLaurin, bro. Yeah, like he, he, need he needs Curtis Samuel, Brian Robinson. Yeah, they're backs. all solid players. It's just their offensive line mm-hmm. again. Why on God's green earth would you take an offensive lineman from the Giants? Yeah. Just one. Don't know why. Don't know why that happened. Um, but you know, they And their <sighs> defense is young. Like, yeah, they traded away what Chase Young and, and uh Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat, but still their defense is still young. They have what yeah. two 
one rookie, one second year at D-backs. Well, Emmanuel Forbes is well, having a rough yeah, year. Yeah, he's getting at, bullied. Yeah, he is getting bullied at defensive back. But he's year. a he's a rookie. He's like, you, yeah, yeah, like the, yeah, that's the thing. He's a rookie. Like he's like he needs like that was one of his knocks coming into the league mm-hmm. was that he's just like he's a physical atch- he's got a lot of physical attributes, but he's young. Yeah, like, he needs to be able to like learn. It was the same thing with Deontay Banks. Even yeah. though Deontay Banks had a better season, but he's had some mess ups. Like, yeah, he got torched by CeeDee Lamb. He got torched by Garrett Wilson, but then. He was able to lock up Devontae Adams. Mm. Like sometimes it just happens. When exactly. Back. So I think they they still have some hope. I think I think this is kind of it for Riverboat Ron. Yeah. I think yeah, he's going to get kicked to the curb. Dare I say Frank Reich? I know. <laughs> oh my no, no, god! Man. Stop right there. I think the easy head coach switch is Eric Bieniemy. I just put Bieniemy. I, I think that was the whole point of I it. I think I I think that was the. I think that was the always the plan. It was yeah. like because they didn't want to just immediately boot Riverboat Ron, just like give him one more chance. But it's like I think it's very obvious that like because their offense isn't terrible. It isn't no. like whenever it's whenever they it's start specifically the offensive line. I think Sam Howell still has the most passing yards. They do. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, does. he does by like a by like a couple. It's like by a, not he, a well. Not that's a still margin. impressive with yeah. that. He O-line. has to throw the ball. So many times. He throws every, like 50 times a game. Yeah. yeah. And he is always getting, he's the most sacked quarterback in the league. Yep. He's throwing the ball all the time. Their rushing attack really isn't that good. Yeah. It's like the offensive fine. line isn't yeah, good. Exactly. So, and they just are incapable of controlling that front. Yep. And it loses a lot of games, especially when you play the Cowboys twice a year who have a good pass rush. The Giants Eagles, play them well every year. Yep. I mean, the Giants and them are evenly yeah. matched. And yeah. then. I mean, Giants Eagles have, are gonna. Yeah. Eagles. Yeah. I mean, not the Eagles. The Giants have decent pass rushers as well. Yeah, and the Eagles have, a, of course, a great pass rush. Probably the one of the best defensive lines in the league. So haven't been playing like it, but on anyway, <laughs> but we'll get to that. That'll be fine. But we'll figure it out. I mean, they're in a tough division to have <laughs> an awful offensive line. It's yeah. like you're playing six games every single year where you're yeah. just getting like, like you're going up against the Eagles defensive line. You're going up against Micah Parsons, um, uh, Lawrence. Who's the other guy in Dallas? Um. Oh, Lawrence Taylor. Not Lawrence oh. Taylor. <laughs> Whoever. Um, another yeah, great Dexter guy. There. No, nope. that's, that's, nope, Giants. that's Giants. <laughs> yeah. um, Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, Demarcus, Demarcus, Demarcus Lawrence. Lawrence. Jerome Bland apparently now. Yeah, uh, that's Bland. honestly one of the bigger yeah. things is that um he Deron Bland was he a rookie this year? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh late uh undrafted rookie mm-hmm. um has now set the NFL record for most pick sixes in a single season. Yep. Uh, in 11 games, he has six pick sixes, which is utterly insane. Mm-hmm. Is that more touchdown passes than like Kenny Pickett has? Uh, yeah. yeah. And that's more touchdowns on the season than a lot of star receivers. And it's like more than Travis Kelsey, more than Devontae Adams, yep. more than Smitty, more than Smitty, more than more than a lot of yeah. people. It's a tough look for some receivers. It is. It's a tough look. Yeah. Um. And then moving on to 49ers beating the Seahawks 31-13. I mean, they just got mauled. CMC's him. I think there's there's a couple of things here. Number one, the 49ers have been by far and away the best NFL team this year. NFC. Best NFL team this year, aside from those three games. Oh, okay. Like, they have been astronomically better than everybody in the games that they've they've won. Now that's yeah, a lot. Yeah, they've yeah. looked really bad in those three games they lost. That's a, okay, and that's a good point. You have to average everything out, but when they do win, they're they look great. And they're yeah. dominating teams like left, right, front, and center. Yeah. And for me, the Seahawks, I think they're running out of gas. Like I think they There's the little Cinderella run, I think it's they, over. Yeah, they've been playing above their head for mm-hmm. the last two years. And I think mm-hmm. now they're running out of gas. You see a Rams loss a couple weeks ago. They played the commanders really tight at home. Yeah, they and then they got destroyed by the Ravens yep. Yep. 38 to 3. So now you're kind of seeing a Seahawks team that I think they I, really need to kind of press the restart button on a few things, starting with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
Um, maybe some of those skill position players. I yeah. mean, this is just the Seahawks every season. It's it, we thought it was all Russ, but it's every season except last season somehow. But this like every season, the Seahawks have a very solid first half of the season, then an absolute collapse in the back half. Yeah, that is true. It's just happened for the last ten years. I think seven out of those ten seasons have been like that. Yeah, because every more. that's the reason why Russ has never gotten an MVP vote because he always starts out so great and then just like yep. right at the end of the season. But yeah, I think that's a really good point about the 49ers because like obviously you have to equate everything out. The Eagles still overall are better, even though obviously they've been playing a lot of closer games and everything. Mm-hmm. But when the Niners are rolling, like no one stops no one. Like when they are winning and they can just like when their defense can pin their ears back and know that you have to try to move the ball down the field, their pass rush, now that they just added Chase Young, I think their their stats now it's like i don't think chase young has had a ton of sacks i think mm-hmm. he's only had like two yeah but the issue now is that they can't just double team nick bosa no. at all times or double team anybody now yeah it's like well now we need to put everybody back there to, so someone's getting single teamed yep. mm-hmm. and someone's going to be getting the quarterback eventually mm-hmm. so then i mean geno smith was getting yeah. all that game. you know yep. the game plan around that <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, now you just got to do it i think one of the scariest things is how it's also just how elusive their team is because mm-hmm. they lined up <laughs> Nick Bosa and Chase Young in the A gap. They sent <laughs> Javon Hargrave and um, whoever their other guy, Kinlaw, yeah, yeah. on the B gap, on like the BC gap. So it's like, what are you, what yeah. is happening? Like, what like, are you what, running? Like, yeah. what, what? <laughs> like, what is that? They like, just switched them. If, that, if that was Zach Wilson, he just called a timeout. He'd just like, be like, yeah. I'm going to die. Please, right Pick now. Pick me up, yeah. mom, please. Yeah. So it's just like, they, they're just so versatile. Obviously, the best front seven in the league. And Unfortunately, they lost to Funga. They, they did. did. That's a horrible loss because he's such a great strong safety. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think, that that's going to be something to key uh, kind of look at in the future is if teams are able uh, to kind of pick on that new safety that's coming in there. Um, and then also, they do have great receivers, but they, they don't push the ball down the it's field. Down. They're not like... I mean, why would you have to? I don't to feel like they're CMC great can beat pass up. catchers necessarily. They're great run after the catch guys. Yeah. They're, they're yak guys like crazy, yeah. but like they only catch like within 25 yards. Yes. Like not, there's no take the top off Their the defense. Deep threat, yeah. I would call, say is IU, but like even not then, really, even then it's like maybe like 30. It's like the max is like yeah. 30. But tackling those guys is a, is a disaster. It's a, yes. Yeah. I mean, Debo, Christian McCaffrey, even IU yeah. like, in the open field, like. These guys are terrifying. And they still, they uh, the who's their hands. third? He's still really good. Uh, Jennings? Yeah. 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 Jennings. And then uh, they have Kettle, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's still How a beast. Yeah. He's still an absolute monster. Probably the best overall tight end yes. in the league. But of course, Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. still is the best right now. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, yeah. I mean, just look at how Kittle can pass block like nobody. Yeah. He's, he's, he or is like, block. he's like a Gronk Jr. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, not saying he is as good as Gronk. Let me make that very clear. He's Gronk, I still believe, is the best of all time. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Yeah, so those were Thanksgiving Day games. Not really any really super exciting games, but yeah. uh, the 49ers getting a kind of a getting back the grasp of that division. Yeah, of, and like really establishing themselves. Like, all right, went on a skid for a little bit. We're back. Yep. And then uh, the Lions will be interesting to team to follow there. Moving on to games that mattered or I care about. There are some games here that I actually really don't care about, but they do kind of matter. <laughs> and the first game is the Colts beating the Bucks. No one cares. But... Well, I do not care. But somehow the Colts find themselves at six and five. Yeah, yeah. With losing Anthony Richardson, they are still six and five. Like I see here, you put in Shane Steichen, coach of the year candidate. 
Um, I I think right now I put uh, D'Amico Ryan's either D'Amico Ryan's or the Vikings head coach. Uh, O'Donnell. O'Connell? O'Connell. 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 Yeah, O'Connell. Uh, uh, Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. yeah. I think those three right now are probably coach mm. of the year candidates. But um, What team is I, Kevin O'Connell? Vikings. 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 Oh, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of like no one really cares about yeah. this game. But it's kind of just, it's like good for the Colts. Bucks are kind of on a slide. Yeah. Eh. Well, for the Colts, it's just so weird because if you had told me before the year that the Colts would be six and five, I'd be like, oh, okay. I'm sure Anthony Richardson is great. He's like, oh, yeah, he's it's doing like, well. It's Gardner Minshew. No, he hasn't played. It's Gardner. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the Colts keep finding ways to win. If And I'll talk about this in a little bit, too. But, like, the AFC South is suddenly the Texans, who are pretty good. Yeah. The Jaguars, who are really good. Yeah. The Colts, who are above 500. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who's the last team in that division? Titans. Titans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but suddenly, it's like that division's, like, yeah. not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Suddenly, um, that, that division just got good. And it's not I like, I mean, they got Jonathan Taylor, which is helping him out a lot. I had two touchdowns this game. Yep. But just their talent is not like crazy like Pittman jr i don't really think he's a true wide receiver one um, yeah and offensive line is good it, but old kind of yeah they like they can be good at times which then sometimes they do let up too much pressure it just like kind of depends on the game yeah mm-hmm. it's just crazy to think that we're yeah. living in a world where the Colts are six and five with gardner Minshew. yeah yeah and shane syken is leading this team so it's exciting for them for next year mm-hmm. yeah I think, I think they got a really good setup for if next they can year. get a nice wide out one or because they have um Pittman. downs yeah, from downs North Carolina. Is, he's a good like wide or two though yeah yeah, yeah. he's a but they, they do kind of need that big either they need like a ugh, they need somebody like a stefan diggs no um, <laughs> Devontae adams i i'm saying like because they could trade up they could try to get like a brock bowers yeah they like could. I, was, I was just yeah. gonna say tight end i think a good like a tight, tight end, end really like, a, like a good safety blanket for anthony richardson mm-hmm. or you get like a Did just, dallas goddard get an extension i'm uh, not sure oh god you guys might be a little worried there if you didn't get only because i'm thinking like if they don't want to pay the eagles don't pay him could see him going to the colts yeah familiar system and then you go get brock bowers yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> I'm reasonable. I know our George, team's expensive. Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we're from fi- Georgia, so <laughs> we're fine. You yeah, have to. Oh, yeah. yeah you have to go pull get him, yeah. Join the boys. Yeah. How we assembled Alabama's offense and Georgia's defense yeah. to play each other every day. Yeah, literally. But whatever. Um, anyway, and then I was just going to mention the Bucks. It was fun when they were three and one. Yeah. And then they've just been one. And I six. mean, Baker's not playing terrible. Mm-hmm. I still, lo- I still love Baker, but I it's still rebuild for them right now. Over, yeah. I mean, that, I don't even feel like they're rebuilding though. This is. Yeah. I kind of talked about it. The trade deadline. Really felt like a team who should have probably sold they off Mike Evans yeah. or Chris Godwin or somebody. They yeah. should have started trading people. Yeah, I mean, because the issue is that they're only going to get older from here, and their mm. their trade value is only going to go down. They're a pretty old team too. I think yeah. Yeah. they got a lot yeah. of old. They got a lot of old people on that roster. So I mean, it's kind of like all right. What's it like? What's it looking like next year? Where's yeah. our draft pick? What are we looking mm-hmm. for? Because it's like it's kind of over at this. I think their entire offense is old. But besides, crazy Rashad enough, White. yeah, four and seven is a game back of the lead for the NFC South. Yeah, because <sighs> we're the Saints right now. Uh, we'll get into that five and six. Oh, and they don't lead. What is wrong with that division? Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. Um, huh. but we'll get that into that in a little bit. Uh, moving on to Steelers Bengals again. Not a great game. Sixteen ten Bengals. Um, excuse you this was an amazing game amazing because for the first time in 58 straight games under matt canada the steelers offense on their first game without that demon spawn 
had 400 yards of offense, getting through for nearly 300 yards. And they put up a grand total of 16 points. Well, a hey, touchdown got you, taken off the board. Yes, and, don't you dare disrespect yeah. Kenny Pickett like that. All right, Raj, public defender, please defend Kenny Pickett. Alrighty, Kenward Pickett. <laughs> it's his second year. He was under. He was in hell with Matthew Canada yeah. as his OC. When Matt Canada is gone, Kenny threw for almost 300 yards, and I think he only had seven incompletions. Yep. And yes, no touchdowns thrown once Deontay Johnson got turned, taken away. And we're also acting like the Bengals' defense is like terrible. Yeah. Like their offense is gone, but their defense is still there. Yeah. It's also the AFC North. It's a division rivalry. Yeah. How would you respond to the claims that the offense got better once Matt Canada stood on the field? I would respond. They got slightly better, but as soon as Matt Canada was gone, it got significantly better. better. Are you happy to see the new OC standing on the field? Yes. I am. Do you think he would be better off in the booth? No. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that would stunt Kenny Pickett's develop Kenward Pickett's development? Yes. I think just F it we ball. See what happens there and see what go. works. Mike Tomlin's black magic will work. Yes. And Kenny Pickett. Always, how are they seven and three? I, how are they seven and three? It's seven seven four. No, I think they're seven and three. Four. They can't play ten games. They dropped a game to the Browns. Steelers, wait. Um, but no, the Steelers yeah, having the record they have yeah. is is just crazy. Like, it makes no sense. Honestly, like, they should have been the Browns last week. I don't know what that was. All all jokes aside, like their offense has been horrible all year. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have been winning these games. And it's just fascinating to think that they're they have such a good record in the league. Because I don't really think anyone actually fears the Steelers. Like, no, no, not at all. No contender does. But they still sit at seven and four, yeah. which is one game back of where everyone else is at eight and three. Any given Sunday, who knows what could happen? Yep. Um, Kenny Pickett for MVP. So like, Kenny looked better, which I'm happy to see. Um, I'm hoping that they can kind of build some momentum for mm-hmm. the rest of the year. They actually used the middle of the football field. I know, crazy. Which was is revolutionary to see. Friar Muth looked like Travis Kelsey out there. It's crazy yeah, when you yep. don't just stick to the ten yards on the edges, <laughs> but you can you actually use, you use the, the middle whole of the field. Thirty yards yeah. in the middle of the field, and it's, another five and out to Deontay Johnson <laughs> for two yards. For two yards, yeah, exactly. And I mean, the running game was going. Najee Harris yeah, actually looked Najee like a Harris, running back. Jalen Warren looked yeah. good too. Like, <laughs> I think that's the. I think that's kind of the biggest telltale sign that like. Canada was kind of the problem mm-hmm. because he literally just did not call plays to the middle of the field. Like he just did it. He hated I, it. Part of the concern there is you think, does he trust the quarterback because he's not letting him throw it into the middle? Even of the when field. it was Mitch, he didn't do it either. Well, yeah, yeah but do you trust Mitch Trubisky? No, but yeah, that's no. the thing is uh, yeah. that you got to take some risks. Well, that's at what I'm some saying. Point. He's just he's yeah. coaching like a he's coaching like he's scared. Yeah, exactly. He's coaching scared because he's like, oh, well, I don't want to like mess anything up. But it's like at that point, it's well, like, dude, like he already did because you're gone. Yeah, exactly. And then then you start to see a coach who has nothing to lose. Like, all right, I mean, I'm just in here in term. Screw it. Throw it in the middle of the field. He opened the Madden playbook <laughs> and said, route. whatever. Yeah, throw a slant. Do it. Yeah. And I dare I say a corner route. Yeah, a corner slant. I mean, there was they were also hitting some uh, some like, deeper passes and stuff post? to George Pickens and stuff like that. So I think. It was just it. They looked a lot better. Yep, they looked a lot better. What didn't look good was Deontay Johnson not running after what? the fumble. Jesus, that was bad. <sighs> the, yeah, I mean Deontay Johnson. I don't, I don't know what his problem is because at like for the longest time he was like the one that was dropping passes. Yep, and then now that the playbook starts to get opened up and Canada's not there, they start you know everything's starting to like click it together and whatever. So it's like 
why are you mad now? Yeah. <laughs> he just always seems like, disgruntled. I was like, out of all times to like not hustle, then to he, not try. He found Minka in the locker room. Yeah, him and Minka were like kind of getting into it. And it was like Isn't Minka hurt still? Uh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he is. Well, like, what were they beefing about? Yeah, I don't know what they I think well might, Minka might have been chirping him for not going after the ball. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I would. That's a yeah. horrible look. It's like, dude, like what are you Minka's doing? Minka's a captain on that team. You yeah, have exactly. to hold him accountable. But then I, I guess Cam Hayward and TJ Watt got the middle of it. I don't I don't know. Like you touching our safety because yeah. truly, like I can understand the frustration from the entire year. Of yeah, being yeah, yeah, yeah. Of offense. But, but like now, if and if there's any time to hold it together, it's when you finally get rid of the offensive coordinator and you're, you're doing ha- well and you're moving the ball. Listen, I'm joking about them scoring 16 points. They moved the ball really well this game. Yeah, it's tough to see 16 points only show up on the scoreboard. Yeah, but at least you're moving the ball. Yeah, it's it's much. It's like obviously there's no moral victories in the NFL, but. It to see that you are doing better is like that has to count for something, at least in the locker room. Absolutely. Where it's like, you're like, okay, it's not us. It's like, we can, we have the potential to do this against a division rival. We can move the ball. It doesn't have to just solely be our defense that bails us out every single mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And for the Bengals, I think they've just, I think with Joe Burrow's injury, the whole team has kind of looked like We're they've done. given up. Yeah. Like, I done. just don't, I don't yeah. think the Bengals have the same energy, the no. same. Drive because what are you gonna do? Like you think your quarterbacks, your quarterback's gonna go yeah. out there and lead this team to the playoffs? You're uh, already in a hole. Jake Browning gonna do? Jake Browning. I mean, Jake Browning wasn't gonna. I mean, Joe Burrow wasn't gonna be able to do yeah. it if he was healthy because yeah. of how much of the hole they're in. Jake Browning certainly ain't gonna yeah. do it. It's. I think at this point they're kind of just like I think they're Cut. they're taking their medicine that they should have done in the first place and just letting Joe Burrow rest, yep. which they should have done from the jump yep. and stop putting him out there when he's not healthy. But whatever, I've um, advocated for a lot of teams Andy Dalton back. to lose this year yeah. for a better draft pick. But the, I'm not even joking with the Texans. They should not play Jamar Chase, and they should not play T. Higgins. What's the point? Yeah, because Jamar Chase is their star receiver. Don't get hurt. T. Higgins might be a trade piece if you can yeah. sign and trade him or whatever. I wouldn't even yeah. just rest them. Like or at least like you maybe get them in for like a decent amount. Yeah, like just to like play, stay warm, mm-hmm. whatever. But then like. If the game starts getting out of hand, do not even. Yeah, I would. I would really start to think that way for the Bengals because I think everyone believes they can come back next year and get yes, to the Super I Bowl. Yes, I I think because they legitimately they just need a damn offensive line yes. to protect Joe Burrow. They have weapons on offense. They have a solid defense that gets takeaways. You just need to protect the quarterback. And if you if you lose a few more games, you keep your players healthy. You get an offensive line, and I think that would benefit them a lot. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I don't think they're going to win many games to begin with, but I just would hate to see like Jamar Chase tear an ACL. Yeah. And now he's out until midpoint of next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And then you're losing games and having another terrible start. So exactly. I'm exactly. um, hoping that no one on the Bengals gets hurt. Yeah. Um, a really great game, which I'm happy it was a great game. Yes. Jaguars versus Texans at home. The Jaguars win 24 to 21. I think Jags are back. Yes. They're, they are. They're back to that team that they everybody thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. Calvin Ridley still just like, kind of fine yeah. nothing yeah. nothing crazy there but he has, um, his, moments. He has yeah. his moments but i mean wp C- slowly working him back in yeah yeah slowly working him back in um cj stroud he threw a couple picks i think yeah. in this game no 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 picks this game no but oh wait that was last week sorry yeah, yeah. i was thinking of last week that's my bad um but i mean <coughs> they looked pretty solid i mean again like they're gonna be playing yeah. good teams like i mean it was just a good game like yep. mm-hmm. it was clearly like okay the jags are back to being good but this is honestly, even though they lost, this is a good game for Houston mm-hmm. to lose. Yes, hundred percent. Because it's like, look, you're not going to win everything, and you're going to be down, and like things aren't going to go your way. 
but the fact that they really showed up and showed out like this wasn't just the Jaguars beating the crap out of them. They scored in uh, garbage time. Like they went out there. It was and they were, it was a dogfight the entire time. Like, I mean, Tank Dell looked good at uh, as a rookie receiver. I Nico mean, Nico Collins, too. Nico Collins looked great. I mean, they, there's a lot, a lot, a lot to look forward to for the Texans. Um, very confused why the stadium wasn't sold out um, at this yeah. point for a division game. Also, it was Houston. I would have expected it for Jacksonville, Houston. but it was in Houston. It was in Houston. Yeah. Strange. But um, whatever, I guess. But I think I think next year, I, th- I think it'll be more yeah. sold out because I think people just weren't expecting it to be that good. And with how expensive tickets are, I can't blame people. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is sponsored by... I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 I wish. Um, Buckedup.com. No. no, I was going yeah, spo- to say it was sponsored by SeatGeek, but <laughs> unfortunately... I mean, SeatGeek, if you Raid wanna... Shadow Legends. Yeah, Raid no. Raid. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, uh, I see that note you put in here. AFC South kind of coming together yeah. there because it's the Colts clearly have Anthony Richardson coming in. I mean, that division of quarterbacks mm-hmm. is going to be very good soon. Minus the Titans. Well, we I mean, look, look, here's the thing. So we know Trevor Lawrence is a guy. Yes. CJ Stroud. Yes. Guy. Richardson. Richardson. The guy. Short sample size. 50% of a guy. Yeah. Short sample size, but looks like he's on track to be a guy. Will Levis shows some sparks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can be good. That division in the next four to five years is going to be disgusting. Yep. And for a team like uh, Tennessee, they they're good. A lot of people like playing there. The weather's good. They're getting a brand new stadium. You could look mm-hmm. at some free agents. They could just in be there. in a full on rebuild. And, and if you Mike have a Vabral's a really good coach. Yeah, Vrabel is a very good coach. So it's like if you have if you have just a full on rebuild, like because I mean love Derrick Henry, but I mean he's only going to be there for so yeah. long at this point because it's like it's just he's just not going to be in that window. But I mean. If you just have a full rebuild there, I mean, like there's like the sales tax there is pretty good. Like everything is like looking good to be like living in Nashville. Like it's yep. a great place to live. So it's a good place for free agents. Good place like, to party. If you <laughs> if you it's end up cowboy, <laughs> if you end up like making some trades um, for more draft picks, mm-hmm. really get like a young team going there. I think it's going to be really competitive in that division for a long time. But I think you could beat the piss out of some teams if you really try to build that roster for sure. Um, but yeah, Jaguars all of a sudden eight and three, making it real interesting at the top of the AFC, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, I didn't want to put this game on the list, but I had to. Because <laughs> it does just, technically matter. It does matter. The Falcons beat the Saints twenty-four to fifteen. I think Arthur Smith heard my threats. Yeah, he, he did. Finally he, used Bijan. He yep. finally used Bijan. Oh my god! <laughs> I just read one of your bullet <laughs> yeah, points. Yeah, mine, my friends. Denton Ritter. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Like, I was not expecting that from you. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's just, like, look, I, again, I don't want this to sound like I'm trying to bag on the guy. Like, I don't want him to succeed. I'm going to bag on him. He's not good at football. Maybe you're somewhat good at college. But, no, you're not good. And I can't even publicly defend you. Like, there's nothing to defend you about. Yeah, I mean, I remember the whole Enjoy the XFL, buddy. I remember the narrative going into the draft that one year where everybody was saying that Desmond Render was better than Kenny Pickett. And, dear Lord, look, if you swapped Desmond Render and Kenny Pickett, Kenny's doing better than Lance. Yes, 100%. Like, period. Yeah, it's... I thought Desmond Ritter would come in and be a guy who wasn't really flashy, but, you know, just could made, get the job done. Didn't throw many interceptions. Kind of like a Jared Goff kind of guy, but maybe a little less yeah. Jared Goff at this point. And he's just not. He turns the ball over quite frequently. Yeah. There's there's no not only is there no pop to him. Yeah, he also turns the ball over. So he's just not a good quarterback. Um, yeah. 
this is NFC South behavior. The Falcons are five and six and would lead the division. The Saints are five and six or not in it, right? It's just I mean, who cares? Yeah, it's horrible. But I did need to note this. They're going to get obliterated by whoever comes in there in the wild card. It's yeah. fine. Whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter, especially because it might be the Cowboys. If the Cowboys walk into Atlanta and as lose. the wild cards, yeah. and dude, they're going to drop forty-five points on Atlanta, <laughs> or they lose, or they could lose. You never know. Well, no, 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 no. They do, they win in the wild card oh, rounds. Right, they lose right. in the divisional rounds when it matters. It, it will be the Cowboys because the Cowboys are eight and three. They're probably going to be the number one wild card team. Mm-hmm. Which they'll means, be the last in the they'll be yeah. the last division winner. So yeah, easy as that. <laughs> it's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be bad. Um. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about that. Nothing. Game of the year contender. Yeah. My and Raj's Philadelphia Eagles Yay. at home beat the Bills 37 to 34 in overtime. The meme stays true. Yes. Every Eagles game is stressful, but we were able yes. to pull it out. Um, I wanted to get Raj. I want your little public defender take over here. Can you please defend Jalen Hurts' first half performances? All righty. So um, you all know the memes. I personally do. The memes about the Philadelphia Eagles before the game, I can't wait to watch my favorite team play. And then as we watch the game, the middle part, what the f*** am I watching? (laughs) And then at the end of the game, nice, we won. Yeah. To defend Jalen Hurts is all part of the script. He's not allowed to, we're not allowed to blow teams out this season. Roger Goodell and the script writers told us we must keep these games close, but still pull off a miraculous win at the end. (laughs) And that's just what happens every game. And Jalen Hurts had to play like that because the script told him to. Oh, okay. So it's not actually his choice. Your honor. He has no free will. Okay. He doesn't have a choice. My client is innocent. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Um, Yeah. I like it. But on the, on the real though, Jalen Hurt just some abysmal first halves, but Eagles still pull it out. Um, The bigger thing from this game is, absolute heartbreak for bills like yeah they despite all the shade people have been putting on the bills this could have got them to be seven and five which is very much live for for a wild card spot for they still would be live for the division spot the only realistically yeah the only two games back and they have games at miami still so and but now they're six and six and people are ready to blow it up yeah it's i mean it's we we talked about this a little bit before the pod but the Bills just had just a really unlucky season. Like they've just had every bad break go the other way. Because at this point, I think they could be ten and two or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah, they could they could be ten and two if like the Jets don't return that punt, or if they if they like make the tackle on the punt, or if uh, the Broncos miss that field goal and they don't have 12, 12 men on the field. Yeah. If like if these certain things go a different way. Um, they could be ten and two. They could be like easily. They could be winning their division, and then everyone's like, "Oh, they're fine." Like that, they, they could be like the Eagles, where it's like you know they win dirty games, yep. but they win, and they just. I think they are the mirror to the Eagles this year. Of like, clearly have high end talent, clearly have the potential to be very good, but they are losing these very tight games as opposed to the Eagles who are winning these very yep. tight games. And I think. With all that the Bills fans have endured the last three years or so since that they're just seconds, exhausted. This is just a straw that broke the camel's back yeah. in terms of this is when the fan base is getting really upset. They're because, getting loud now because it is just they can't take it anymore. They yep. lost so much and they're not having any success. And if you're Sean McDermott, some other people have been talking about it to waste the time. You have 23 seconds left. Um, it's like I think it was 26 when Jake Elliott made that 59 yard field goal. You waste a timeout to ice him. 
which, which didn't work is strange. Number one is a 59 field goal in the rain. I don't really know if icing is going to help him out here. Yeah. It's like make him overthink it. You're just booting the ball. Yeah. And then if he makes it or if he doesn't make it, you get the ball at like the four at your, yeah. your 40 with two timeouts and two timeouts and 20 seconds and a quarterback and a deep shot offense easily. Well, they'd be, they were, they'd be winning at the time. Yeah. But I'm saying they would have, they would have gotten the ball back. Oh, they would have. Yeah, game would have. Yeah, I thought it was before. But they still would have needed to get yeah. a first down. Though. Yeah, but they would yeah. have gotten the ball back if they if that shot still goes in. Yeah, they could get the the Chiefs scored thirteen seconds on them. Yeah, they want, and they had twenty. Yeah. yeah, they had twenty seconds, and again they have offense that can go deep. And the Eagle secondary is nothing like <laughs> Agent Bradbury was getting torched. Yeah, that, that game. was bad. And so yeah. to waste a timeout on icing. Yeah. You gotta you gotta keep that in your pocket so that way you give you, yourself at least a shot in case he makes because it's like at that point you're just praying that the weather doesn't go into it. I mean that was a gorgeous kick yes. by Jake Alley. In he kicked it into the wind so that way it curved back into the uprights. The like dog. I mean he's an absolute dog. I mean like it. Yeah, I mean that's just a bad call by McDermott. I mean, and then even to kneel it out with 20 seconds to just not. Yeah, and I mean, uh, Tony Romo was saying something on the broadcast. I'm like, well, the Eagles have a really good defensive line, so like, it's a, it, a it's very likely that there could be a, an interception or a forced fumble, and they could go down and score again. If, it's like you're, if you're Sean McDermott, you're zero and five in overtime games before the game started. Try you, you have a franchise quarterback. Like, don't play scared and be like well he might turn the ball over strip sack interception return he back played fine in the he game was, he playing great he was the best yeah. player in the week he's gonna win afc player of the week probably. he should like he was playing great football at least give him the shot like it doesn't make any sense you're playing scared and again i know that not might not be all sean mcdermott's fault you're zero and five in overtime games stop in going career. to overtime like <laughs> at least give him a shot there tell him to shoot the ball deep and Give a jump ball to Stephon Diggs or go yeah. deep on Gabe Davis or Agent Bradbury can't play. Or you do the thing that every single NFL team does is you have somebody go deep and you underthrow the ball a little bit and try to go for a PI. Yeah, something. <laughs> like, you had two timeouts. Yeah, like so I think that's just for I think Sean McDermott doesn't have a job next year. Um well I think he'll get a new job, but I think, uh, he's going to the Chargers. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the Chargers. <laughs> not yet. Um, really soon though. Uh, moving on. Great, great game. Uh, Eagles ten and one. They just keep finding ways to win football games. Yeah, I mean every week. I I think something that a good mindset that you uh, kind of saw during that game is both Jason Kelsey and Jalen Hurts on the sidelines. When they saw that it went through the uprights, they still looked very pissed because I think they didn't. They obviously don't want it to come to that because mm-hmm. like they've had they had so many opportunities to end up winning that game. Whatever. Um, I think, I mean, they're just dogs like that entire, like that basically that entire roster has the like exact right mindset of like, look, we could like, we could be doing a lot better than we're doing mm-hmm. right now. So I think they have the right attitude for it. It's just, it's still, I know they're 10 and two or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's just still concerns me that they just don't dominate. They don't dominate like they did. And I know that sounds dumb because of their record, mm-hmm. but it's like, they don't dominate teams like the 49ers. And of course, they're playing them next. Yep. I could be eating my words completely and they could just beat the 49ers. That establishes them as the best team in the league. But when they never seem to get rolling and they get in their own way a lot, like they'll be driving down the field to score a touchdown in five plays. Next series, they come out and it's Punch two QB kick. draws 
and then like a bad screen yeah. and then they punt. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, and that's where some of the, like, I think Brian Johnson's a really good situational play caller. And to be fair, I don't know what is Brian Johnson, what is Sirianni, because Sirianni was an OC. Yeah. So I don't know if he's calling certain plays yeah, over yeah, right yeah. plays, but assuming it's all Brian Johnson, who is the play caller, I think he's really good situationally. That last drive was awesome. was gorgeous. And yeah. the QB draw play, actually worked. yards out, was yeah. a great call there in that situation. But then, like you said, there will be certain drives where it's three screen passes three, in a row. Three screen yeah. passes in a row. Leo Jones. Yeah. A, a QB draw on first down that goes nowhere. A run that goes two yards and another QB draw that gets nowhere. Yeah. And you're like, where is this consistency on yeah. the offense? I think, like you mentioned, this 49ers game is huge. Yeah. If they can go in and win, no matter what happens with overtime, what they win the 49ers game, no one will say anything about yeah. Them looking should they'll just be like, well, the Eagles just t- play teams close, but it doesn't matter because they beat they the win. Bills, yeah. Chiefs, 49ers, the yeah. Cowboys once, yeah, and they won all those games. But they do need to beat one of the 49ers or Cowboys because mm-hmm. I do think it would be a tough look, even though they'll probably still be the one seed, even though they'll be fine for the playoffs. I think it would be a tough look going into the playoffs, playing a lot of teams close, having lost to the 49ers and the Cowboys, yeah, even if you beat the Seahawks and win out your schedule. So yeah. I think. They got to get one of two here. I think that 49ers game will be very interesting. Um, I do wonder, though, I think both teams will kind of be holding back in a sense that they don't want to show, show their, their plays yeah. or show their hands because they know it's very likely yeah. they will see each other in the mm-hmm. NFC Championship again. We might again. just see a very just power football game the whole game. Yeah, it could just be like power eye running the ball. <laughs> Shanahan and like Sirianni looking at each other. You're hiding something. You're hiding yep. something. Yep. Both teams just don't play their starters. They're like, all right, backups go. <laughs> we don't really see the y'all later. Backups. Yeah, which team is the best backup? I'd like and to Marcus see Mariota. Mariota three yes. yard touchdown run. Marcus Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, Sam Darnold versus Marcus Mariota. That'd be crazy. Oh, my God. I'd pay to see it. I would pay so much money to see that. Not at all. Moving down the list, uh, Chiefs finally get their offense going. They went down O. <sighs> So it went down four, zero to fourteen against the Raiders. Yeah, Josh Jacobs had like a sixty-something yard yeah, yeah, touchdown like 67 run, or something. And the Raiders stopped playing football after that. They yeah, just stopped playing. Stopped. Yep, and the, the tank Chiefs, was on. And the Chiefs, uh, <laughs> yep. yep. And then the Chiefs' offense finally snapped, and it was like they were down fourteen. They're like, "Oh, this is actually really bad." Yeah, because they've never been losing a lot of games before. So it was like, "Oh, okay, like whatever, it's fine." Whatever. They're down at four, oh, 14 They're like. Oh, we're not actually in this game. We're right losing now. by a significant margin. Yeah, then they can't stop. Like, guys, guys, uh, guys! I need you to come out, and I need you to play better. <laughs> we're actually losing. Yeah. Um, Rasheed Rice, 107 yards, yeah. touchdown, eight receptions. I think if he can start playing like a true wide receiver, one, one and a half or yeah. something, yeah, I think they can really start rolling. Yeah. I th- that's really what they need because also the a very underrated rivalry. I think is the Raiders Chiefs. Yeah. Um, because there was like there was some like there's some chippiness, some chirping going on, whatever. And I I'm think here. it was I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> um, but it was that's, I, the, that's the game. Yeah. yeah, that was when he said it. Against that Raiders. was him. But um, I think it was Sky Moore. I think caught a touchdown pass and like went right up to like Robert Spillane or something. It was like in his ear, just oh, chirping wow. out of him da- down yeah. seven to fourteen, <laughs> and he was chirping. So I mean, like it. <sighs> I mean, uh, I don't know. The Chiefs, did they figure out their offense finally? Maybe. But I still am like, uh, I don't know, because they could just come out there and lose again. But if you're right. If Rasheed Rice can finally turn out and be that number one and a half receiver that they're looking for, 
they can have Sky Moore, they can have well, Kadarius Tony is made out of glass, so he wasn't yeah. But if they Ow, can have hamstring, yeah, exactly. If they if they can have Travis Kelsey be that safety blanket and like be those uh, catches on third downs, so then have Rasheed Rice as the deep threat. I think they have a good shot at like really cementing themselves as the one seed down the road. But I just need to see more consistency. Yeah, that's for really sure. It. I think this is something where you see maybe they give Rasheed Rice maybe more of the keys this game. And they're like, yeah. okay, we now need to figure out like who actually is the main receiver. Clearly, MVS is not him. No, MVS ain't No, him. and they need to figure it out. So I think it's a good improvement for the Chiefs to get a, back, a win back on the mm-hmm. board again. This is really important for just keeping pace in the AFC. Because the AFC is a bloodbath. Yes. Yeah, if you look at the standings right now, the Ravens lead 9-3 and because they haven't had their bye yet. Yep. And then it's Chiefs at eight and three, Jaguars at eight and three, Dolphins at eight and three, Steelers seven and four, Browns seven and four, which probably won't stick. Um, and that's right now what your standings look like. So you got four teams at eight and three. Yeah, and that's very important for. I mean, you could be the Dolphins at eight. And, you're the Dolphins at eight and three right now, and you would currently be hosting a game against like the Steelers. I don't think you want to be doing that. No, nope. I don't think you want any part. Of that weird of a five seed coming in yeah. who's, re- who's really talented, even if it's just the Steelers and you're no one really fears them. That defense still, yeah, because again, the Steelers win stupid games. Yeah. I Matt Canada's if the Jag- magic, yeah, lo- if the Jaguars or, have to play Tom, a team like Tom the Steelers Lund. in the Ugh. first round, I could yeah. see the Jaguars being upset by a team like the Steelers yeah. just randomly. Yep. Yeah, the steel the Jaguars only beat the Steelers this season like 14 10. Yeah. The Ravens, yeah, the Ravens and Steelers have to play a divisional rival in round in the one. Moon. In bad weather and any yeah. given Sunday. Yep. Any given Sunday. But that's that. And then one moment of silence, please, for the Chargers. Raj, defend your client, Brandon Staley. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Send that man to Guangdong. It's over. <laughs> Him, MBS, they'll have fun in Guangdong. Yeah. I don't care. I can't defend that man. The most Chargers thing ever. This game, Ravens win 20 to 10. Not even a bad score. The Chargers lose three fumbles and have an interception to lose this game mm-hmm. four turnovers to the Ravens zero turnovers that's what loses you the game yeah you could have if you had all four of those possessions back and kicked field goals yeah, on, what a one on th- all four of them you win the game yeah you need to score you would have scored 22 points and you would have won the game actually no I can defend the Chargers as a team just not I'm not defending Staley so um you know this thing called bad luck and a curse yeah. the Chargers are just cursed as a franchise when does the curse end though Never, never, oh, the, never. The curse ends when the owner sells the team. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the curse is never ending. Like when they were, wait, what was it? St. Louis? No, not St. Louis. San Diego. San Diego yeah. Chargers. Even in San Diego, they were cursed. They, were. they go to LA, still cursed. It's, it's the just owner. the owner. That the team is cursed. cursed and it's not Herbert's fault. Do you see what happened to Tyrod? Before the first or second game of the season, yeah. the doctor missed his ribs and punctured his lung with like an eight gauge needle. needle. Like, <laughs> tell me like, what other team would that happen to? Like, you're right. That would not happen to any other. The Chargers team. are just cursed as a team. Like you have all these pieces, their defense preseason, scary. Their offense has all the pieces, scary. Also, they blew a 30 point lead in the playoffs. Tell me the Chargers aren't just a cursed team. They are. It's, it's just baffling how they consistently find ways to lose games because this is a really winnable game. As I mentioned, four, they, Lost the turnover battle by four. They only lost by 10. Mm-hmm. Very winnable game. But the Ravens, they still, nothing flashy from them, but yeah. they keep picking up wins, nine and three. We are just talking before the pod. They need the bye week so bad. Like yeah. They've just been playing they nonstop good football. Yeah, they, they just need to rest, like, desperately. 
And I mean, the, yeah, I mean, it's just, there's nothing even else to it. It's just how awful they are yep. and cursed. I mean, I, I can't even defend them at this point. Like they also, I just want to say who thought it was a good idea to grab, draft Quinn Johnson over Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Jordan why? Addison won the Blitnikoff. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, what do you, why Zay are you, Flowers put up MVP, well, not MVP numbers. Zay Flowers put up amazing numbers with Phil Draconovich at QB. Like, I don't, and we're Pitt football fans, and yeah. we know how bad. And we can. we know how awful this like this team can like the Pitt football can be. <laughs> Jordan Addison is so good. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with you? It's the definition of like looking too hard at it. like oh he's a good he's a freak athletically. It's like well what do you produce on the football field? Drops. Yeah. and it's like well his- he went to the college football playoff and uh, Jordan Addison didn't. And it's like okay, but Jordan Addison's a better route yeah. runner. Yeah, and can catch. Yeah. And doesn't catch with his body. Yeah. Catch Fla- with his hands. Zay Flower has been great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordan Addison has been fantastic. Yeah. And Quentin Johnson is irrelevant. Even uh, JSN, he's been yep. solid JSN. on the Seahawks too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's baffling. It's like the definition of overthinking. Yep. It's um, like that one meme with the three military guys and the one clown. Yep. That is what Quentin Johnson is. Yep. He's not good. No. Or it's it's early. And again, it's he early. could change the narrative. Yes. I would. I would. I would. Truly, I would love to see him do very well. I do want the Chargers to do out just because of how cursed they've been for the longest time. But dear God, what were you thinking? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have bet Eagles to beat the Chargers in the Super Bowl. You cursed them. It was a dollar to make 50. Damn I you. had to. Damn you. You cursed I them. I had to. All right. All righty. <laughs> going through games that are that games that blow. We're going <laughs> to go through rapid fire on the speed run. Um, it probably won't be a speed run that knowing us. Um, first yeah. game, Dolphins beat Jets. Hell Mary. 13. Yeah, the Hell Mary. That's the literally the only, the only thing, thing that mattered. Yep. On 99 yard pick six yep. on a Hail Mary. Yeah, and and half. Like, at time, the end of the half. Yep. Time's expired. Jesus. Um, most Jets thing that happened. The Jets yeah. were actually in the game. Yep. Yeah. Somehow. In the game. And that just blew it open. Yep. Um, whatever. Big shocker. Dolphins beat the Jets. Uh, who cares? Peter, just take the next game. Okay. Um, I say this every week. Please stop airing Giants games. I know they won. They've won the past two weeks. Still stop airing these games. It's not fun to watch. Peter, how many points were scored at halftime? Uh, I think it was seven. seven. No, it was zero. No. It was zero. No, zero. it was seven. The Giants scored, Giants scored a touchdown. Last it was, second? Oh, okay. It was, it was seven nothing. It was I seven nothing hundreds. and a half. And then each team scored a whopping total of 10 more points. Yep. <laughs> total. <laughs> there was one more field goal and then a, another, a, touchdown. another touchdown by the Patriots. Then the Patriots went down there and they were like, wait. Uh, I need to go get Drake May, and they just went whoop, shank the field goal, and then everyone's like, "Hey, Giants, we have sort of a culture. Uh, we we want to try to win." Um, Patriots are like, "Nah, tanks on," <laughs> and they established that. I mean, Giants had three picks in the game. Yeah. Mac Jones looks awful. He, <laughs> he looks he's just so bad. It was like kind of okay in the beginning of the year. Maybe still a receiver. He's and so then, bad. Giants money line was like plus 210 too. Plus 210. I mean, both teams. At MetLife, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean. Tommy DeVito was free. Yeah, yeah Tommy, Tommy Cutlets. Italian Tommy DeVito, Stallion. The Italian Stallion was going out there. Um, I mean, he had like, he was like 246 yards. And a Wait, hold on, hold on. What? Vikings, like get money on the vikings hold on it's zero to three right now right yeah, yeah i'm totally betting the ten dollars oh boy yeah um yeah. if anybody wants to bet vikings do it now <laughs> right, right <laughs> now both teams know. are favored on the money line but i really like the vikings at that they're what, only what down three what well, minus 118 oh okay um but also anyway. i'm just gonna i could bet the spread yeah remember. but just basically pl- uh, the giants going into the bye week um just stop airing giants yeah. games um game on Thibodeau, still good yeah. what's um, next titans 
Yeah. Oh, hold on. I wanted to talk about my parlay. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hit. What is it? At the beginning of the year, I bet Eagles, 49ers, Jaguars, and Chiefs to win their division. That's solid. How much you put down? $5 to win 38 That's not bad. And it's most certainly going to hit. Yeah. All right. And unfortunately, I've lost my exact division order bet because I bet Dolphins, Jets, Bills, and Patriots, which would have been... Per- if Aaron Rodgers is here, I'm 100% that bet hits. Yeah. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers got... Four plays. Yeah. <laughs> and so I lost that. And Ben Simmons is not going to win most improved. Player, well, so. yeah, we told you he wasn't. <laughs> Every year with this guy. <laughs> Dude, it's the Ben Simmons cycle. Oh, my Anyways. God. Anyway, Titans beat Panthers. We kind of already talked about the Titans. No. I mean, they're like, Meh. yeah, whatever. I mean, it's like they're they're kind of like tread water right now. They should just kind of tank at this point. Yeah. Could should. be a Marvin Harrison team. Could be. Could be a Marvin Harrison team. Uh, Panthers, Frank Wright got fired. First coach ever to be fired in back-to-back seasons. Dude, He's got in the bag, too. Yeah. He's got so much money. Um, just as a side note, uh, currently the uh, every NFL owner combined is paying uh, $800 million to fired coaches. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. So just wanted to put that in perspective. Um, but yeah, he's getting the absolute bag for the next couple of years. So I don't mm-hmm. think he's really too... I mean, obviously he's upset, but can't be too upset when you're getting paid millions to do literally nothing. nothing. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, the Panthers are kind of just treading water at this mm-hmm. point. They yeah. just... They need a... Because they don't even have their first round pick. Yep. But I they mean, sold their soul for Bryce Young. But I mean, I guess at this point, you kind of just put the tank on anyway, just so you can get a good second round, third round, whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's kind of what the, on, at this point, they don't. Obviously, they need flashy players, but at this point, they need to just, they need to build up their O line. Yep. They need to build up their defense. And a lot of those guys you find in like the later round drafts, uh, later rounds of the draft, like they aren't going to be flashy players, but they're guys that you just need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the Frank Reich. It it's baffling to me how a guy went from pretty much being one of the sole reasons Carson Wentz is going to win the MVP award until he blew out his knee to getting a head coaching job in Indianapolis. He actually trades for his guy Carson Wentz to be the quarterback. <laughs> fails there, goes right down to Carolina. There's some reporting that he wanted Stroud and not Young. Whatever mm-hmm. happens, yeah, and you get fired. It's a really like. To get fired from this job so soon is a horrible look because you could easily chalk it off as, well, the team's not that good, which is true. Bryce Young's a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's not like the skilled players are really that good around them besides yeah, Adam Thielen. It's just... You could easily chalk it up as that. But the fact that they're willing to fire him so soon yep. shows that something's not resonating in that mm-hmm. locker room. Something's not vibing. And that's a really big concern of your friend. Like, I don't think this guy's going to get a, co- a head coaching job mm-hmm. for yeah, a, it's, ever mm-hmm. again or for a really long time. Yeah, I mean, he kind of just screwed himself. Um, it, I don't know. It, I, I don't have words at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just he's not a good coach. He. It'll be very interesting to see what know. they do. I don't know. I think the next coach they bring in is going to be really interesting to see because the the person who's going to be coming in the the job is going to be responsible for fixing Bryce Young or developing him or whatever you want to call it he's going to be the bryce young guy but he's, then who do you go get it's a question brian johnson's been a name from the brian eagles johnson but um, i'm not uh or the lions too um yep. whatever whatever that johnson is yep. um but i think yeah i mean that they talk about that i mean of course you get the freaking nick saban john harbaugh talk but i don't they think always ha- do that every season yep. every se- is yeah. it time saban leaves bama yeah or harbaugh coming back to the nfl it's always that shit. yeah if i if i was the if i was Talks the panthers i would really myself. sit there and evaluate 
maybe not a guy that is on a good team right now and maybe think about mm-hmm. What is someone that we really like his schemes? What is someone we really think works well with quarterbacks? Yeah, Even exactly. A, like you need a you need to get a guy in there that can really develop a young quarterback. Yep. And yep. like a, a guy like Demi, like a kind of a guy like D'Amico Ryan's where like he wasn't like a top pick. Yeah. Like on a really good winning team. But he can make of, a good culture. Yes. And like really build like that team around like a young quarterback. Because D'Amico Ryan's is a defensive guy, but like just the way he carries himself, he's a much more because he obviously a former player, played for Houston. And I think like building that culture, I think around a young quarterback is just as important as getting a guy in there to develop them because, you know, you can have a great quarterback, but if the locker room doesn't have faith in him and can't like, you can't like trust him, yeah. then it doesn't really matter I mean, how good look they at, are. Look at the locker room surrounding some of the other rookie quarterbacks. Um, CJ Stroud. Everyone loves him. Everybody loves him. Yeah. Everyone loves Anthony Richardson. That whole locker room. Like, yeah. Gardner Minshew knows it's not his job. Look, look at look at a team like Mac Jones. Yeah, or, or look at a team like the Patriots yeah. with Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones. The Mac Jones is uh, lost Mac, this week. Yeah, exactly. Like they, like at first it was like, oh yeah, like Mac's our guy, whatever. But then there's like reports coming out that like nobody has faith in Mac Jones. Yep. They they want him benched at this point, yep. and it's like <laughs> Belichick couldn't care less. He's not an offensive guy. That's not his problem. But then he doesn't bring anybody in to like really kind of build the, around like that offense at all. And it's like, yeah, they kind of have Bill O'Brien in there, I guess. But like, he's not really doing that well. And like, I don't know. It's just I, what I think would be interesting is, and I don't know what his, a coaching interview would look like if you brought in like maybe a good defensive guy for the culture for the team, a head coach, but then you hired someone like a like, good offensive coordinator like Dan, or Dan Orlovsky if you wanted to take a chance. And I mean, somebody who wants to break into the scene that you know will bring a lot of energy to the position. Is a player friendly guy. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if you would want to take the risk for Dan Orlovsky or, or somebody like or that. Dan Orlovsky, but, but somebody like that, yeah. somebody that is a player's kind of guy and really has like a lot of energy. Like I don't know if you want to get some thirty-year burnt-out guy who's made it through the yeah. ranks of the league. Like you want a guy who's going to give his all to this. Mm-hmm to this quarterback because they gave up yeah. a ton for him and he's not playing well. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on um, Rams, sneaky, sneaky Rams. Yeah. They <laughs> take down the Cardinals 37, 14, very live for a playoff spot. All of a sudden, yeah. I don't even understand this. Like they, Kyron Williams is him. Yeah. I, I guess they're back. Kind of, I guess. I mean, they're, I mean, they're one game back of being tied with the Seahawks and they beat the Seahawks already yeah. this year. That was such a bad. So, loss. They could very easily overtake them. The Packers have the same record. A couple more Rams go- games go the right way. They'll find themselves back into the playoffs. Yep. That's unreal. And now that yep. Kyron Williams is back, they have a run game again. They have a run game. They have. They can now run. They have the, Cup and Puka. Yeah, Cup and Puka. They're back I mean, from injury, so. I mean, yeah, I, I think what's going to be interesting is like, I mean, yes, they have like their playoffs coming up, so. They again may or may not make it. They, they kind of control their own destiny. They basically just need to win out yeah. and then like have some other things kind of go their way. But what's the future look like for them? I don't know because Stafford, Stafford, Bennett, like Stafford's kind of at, like oh, near the no. end of his contract. Well, Aaron Donald's Wentz. near the end of his contract. They have Wentz there, yeah. but like I mean, is Stenson still on that team? I, I don't really no, know because he's had he's having that mental health. Uh, yeah, he stepped he's away. Yeah. That really big, weird. Yeah, he stepped away. Don't even know what's going on yeah. there. Issue, but um, yeah. So I mean, I like, forgot that even happened. That was a good yeah. shout. Yeah. But I think, like, do you, as like the Rams, do you kind of, do you just build up like everybody else on the roster and then kind of like ride out with Stafford and I guess Wentz and then at one point just go and draft a quarterback, like trade up and just go get him and just say F- them picks like they always do. Yeah, yeah I think. That's kind in, of all they do. In this situation, you just kind of say... Arch Manning. 
I, I mean, they could maybe like realistically that might not be a, a bad. Sanders, like well, uh, I, back fracture. Are, yeah, back fracture. I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But I would say if you're the Rams, you keep trying to win until Aaron Donald retires. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you rebuild, and then you press the reset button. Yeah, I think that's valid. I mean, you got a Super Matt Bowl Stafford has another yeah. year or two. Um, I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't really blame the Rams because like. Everybody was kind of worried about them falling off a cliff, and mm-hmm. they sort of did, but not really. Yeah. We, but we also know that like Sean McVay is like on the way out too. Yeah, so is I, he? I could, actually, yeah. Like, I mean, there's been talks of him like leaving. Well, he says that every year. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think. Well, I mean, Jason first, Kelsey says he's retiring yeah. every year, and he comes back. So like, I don't want to hear that. I I think LeBron it makes a lot said of, he's retiring at some point. I was like, no, I could very much see a world with the Rams, which they're not a dynasty, so it would be weird for them to do it. But I think they could do it, where like Aaron Donald. Sean McVay and Stafford kind of all like leave at the same time. Good possibility. Wow, that would be crazy. That is a possibility. Yeah. I mean, I could, I know I, I could totally see that happening, but that'd just be like, damn, they're hitting a full reset. Yeah. Which it also would be goofy just cause they're not a dynasty. So it'd be like, yeah, like Oh, don't worry. All three boys are going to, you mean like, Oh, the three boys who won the super bowl once. <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah. You're all going to walk off into the sunset with a one ring <laughs> after how, and Aaron, it'd be like Aaron Donald's walk over to the sunset after being with, with his team for like 15 years. The other two have been there for, it's like, eh, I've been here for like five. Eh, I've been yeah. here for like two. <laughs> it's Tell like, it's all right. Gronk and Brady from wish. Yeah, literally. Yeah. But I would say I would actually, I would love to see their playoff odds. I could totally, I would totally consider betting money on them. The, to get in yeah all right let me see if i got some futures while you take the next game yeah i'll take the next uh so broncos beat the browns i mean just bad game for the browns obviously they're not playing with with watson uh bad injury for miles garrett mm-hmm. um it was his left arm apparently he said that something felt like it popped Ugh. at one point so not looking great there um but so not looking great for browns but they're still seven and four they still have a shot at the playoffs mm-hmm. The team that is interesting, though, is the Broncos. Yeah, five-game win streak. They're kind of figuring it out. Broncos country, let's ride. They're sort of, they're sort of got it I together. Don't, I, I, I guess it just needed some time to marinate. Because Russ might have been I'm cooking. not getting odds on the Rams. I don't know why. Dang. Well, because they put they put up twenty nine points yeah. on a Browns defense. That's really good. Yeah. So I mean, it's. It's going to be interesting to kind of see where they go, and of course, we're going to touch on that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But I mean. They control their own destiny, and if things go right, if the Broncos, after their awful start, and the amount of trash we talked about them. That's oh, not going to be a good they have, they have, Sorry, off topic. They have them off the betting right now because it's, it's very too dependent close. on this Vikings game. Yeah, oh, that's true. Okay. Because the Vikings are a wild card mm-hmm. team, and Got it. they're like, oh, we're not letting the Vikings lose, and they're like, yeah. oh, wow. Okay. Anyway, third and four. Yes, but um, yeah, so basically we're just saying the Broncos are a very sneaky, good team that controls yeah. their own destiny. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I'm going to, I clown Sean Payton as much as any single person. We were trashing on them more than any other A lot of what I say about his personality and what happened with the Nathaniel Hackett thing stands, but I was fully on the Broncos suck. Sean Payton can't fix this. They need to stop doing this kind of stuff and give them full credit. They're very much live for the playoffs. Uh, Josh Dobbs just threw a pick. Nice. The allocation assassin himself. It uh, deflected, but whatever. Not his fault. Still believe in you, Josh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, and then Bears Vikings tonight. We kind of talked about it a little yeah. bit because it's going on while we're recording. Um, this game is wildly important for the Vikings. Like mm-hmm. I can't even. They it, desperately need to win this yes. game, and they are losing three nothing, and they just threw a pick. Yep. So interesting. Not, not good. Seven and five puts you in a great spot in the wild card, especially with the bad NFC, mm-hmm. and uh, you have the Lions that you would play twice. 
and if you won one or two of those games, suddenly you win the division, mm-hmm. and that's crazy to think. So Vikings need to pull it out. Bears, it's probably just in your best interest to lose the game, but I mean, you have Who so knows? invested yeah. in Justin Fields that you probably should just go ahead and, and win to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, moving on. We'll do this a little bit quick to wrap it up. What The question is, what team or two has your eye in the next few weeks of the season? So while the regular season finishes up, what teams are you watching? I guess, Raj, we can start with you. Yep. So Falcons, because now they're finally using Bijan. So it's interesting to see what's going to happen in the NFC South because mm-hmm. that thing's up for grabs still. Yep. Don't know how, but, you know, once you finally start using your first round pick, crazy yeah. things happen. I know, right? You beat a division rival. Shocker. <laughs> Anyways, Steelers, maybe with Canada gone, the Steelers could become a little bit more competent on offense, at least on offense. And once the defensive injuries get resolved, maybe they go out and get some veteran to sign real quick to replace. Yeah, I mean, there's probably Alexander. Yeah, there's Shaq Leonard. Oh, God. Or Marcus Peters. Shaq Leonard hasn't been considered for that. It's apparently it's only between the Eagles and Cowboys. No. I mean, it makes sense because, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. ring I mean, yeah. at that point. Whatever. But still, Steelers are going to be interesting. Maybe if the offense starts cooking again, the defense can shine because they're not on the field 24-7. Yeah, true. So, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, for me, the two teams I'm looking at, we were just talking about the Broncos. But, I mean, Broncos definitely, they kind of came out of nowhere because everybody really wrote them off a lot at first. But, you know, they kind of just kept their heads down. They lost by 70, and they kind of just – Worked their way back up, and now they're six and five. They got a shot at the playoffs, even with a very competitive AFC. That's very, very impressive. But I mean, they just kind of got to figure it out. And then my next team is the Packers. Again, another one of those teams where it's like they started off slow, they started off bumpy, rocky road, but control their own destiny. Can things go right? They can sneak their way into the playoffs. Jordan Love is going to be talked about as one of the better quarterbacks in the league somehow after everybody was saying that they needed to draft another yep. quarterback <laughs> at the beginning of the year. But um, but yeah, I think those two teams, they the reason why they interest me so much is just because they really do control their own destiny and they can sneak into that last spot. For sure. And then I have two different ones. Uh, my eyes are big on the Saints. We've talked a lot about the Saints. Problems with the cap, how they won't just give up and reset and rebuild. And they're five and six, which is not good, but they're still very much live for the division lead. And it feels like that division is going to come down to either you win it and you get into the playoffs or you're not going to get a wild card spot unless things start to change and they play. Let me look up the Saints schedule real quick. Yeah, I mean, the, the things with the Saints, it's like, yes, they're winning their division, but they oh, still suck. Greg Olson's interested in the Panthers' head coaching job. Greg Olson? Yeah. But why, like... Interesting. So would it take like that, though, like, head coach? Like, maybe we, like... You'd be it's hiring... Like, it's like a Jeff Saturday you, You'd be hiring yeah. him as a... Jason Pierre-Paul signing with the team? Wait, what? Huh? What? Check that. But if you were, if Greg Olson was interested in the head coach job... It would feel like very much like a culture center. Dolphins? Well, because they just lost um, yeah. Jaden Phillips. Mm-hmm. Jalen Phillips. Um, Damn. Torrin Kelly's awful. MetLife turf. The seven-finger um, man. Apparently an insane number of head coaches are going to be fired while we know that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. Anyway, quick note on the Greg Olson thing. That would only be the head coach to like set the culture yeah. of the team. Yeah. You would still need to go get an offensive Actual offensive coordinator. Yeah. But um, anyway, Saints play the Lions, Panthers, Giants, Rams, Bucks, and Falcons. And those will be some interesting games they have to play. They're very much live to make the playoffs. I feel like you the only way you justify some of the decisions you've made money-wise 
is if is you make the playoffs. To make the playoffs. And you, honestly, make a run in the playoffs, not just make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, bare minimum, though, you have to make the playoffs. Yeah, bare minimum. You and that's why it. I'm watching them, because I know they need to make it. And then a team they play this upcoming week is I'm watching the Lions because they got a lot of hype as being a potential Super Bowl contender yeah. right, right outside of that Philadelphia and Kansas San City. Francisco yeah. class in the NFC and then yeah. behind a couple other teams in the AFC. Mm-hmm. They lo- They did not play well against the Bears two weeks ago. Needed a big comeback and Justin Fields fumble and all that type of stuff yep. to win. And then they just got straight up beat with a bunch of turnovers. Jared Goss been turning the ball over a ton. Now how do you come back from the adversity? Now how do you get yourself back in that conversation? Because are you going to let it be a Eagles, San Francisco, and Dallas three-team race in the NFC? Or are you going to put yourself in the mix? Or are you going to put yourself as a fourth team, a team that can go in and upset Philly in the second round, a team that can go in and upset the 49ers and make that run yep. with your current team um you're probably going to lose your offensive coordinator this year like this could be a good opportunity a good year to go do that mm-hmm. with your team and so i'm really like looking forward to see how they face the next couple of games because we can look at the Lions schedule real quick we've mentioned it a little bit as well they play the vikings twice yep and those games could make a break those are times. yeah those are gonna be huge games yep and let me guess neither of them are prime time uh well one of them is on flex uh, okay. They're time to be okay. determined, so okay. they can still be there. They play the Saints next week, which we just talked about. Huge yep. game for both teams. They play the Bears, the Broncos, which suddenly became a tough game. Yep. Yeah. The Vikings, the Cowboys in the second to last week, which the Cowboys are probably going to be playing for positioning, hoping it will be tough because the Eagles might have to falter a, b- a bunch, but that could be a big game for them. Mm-hmm. Well, if the Cowboys beat the Eagles, then it could be they could be crazy, huge, yeah, huge game for them. And then they played Vikings last game of the season, so. The Lions don't have an impossible schedule, but they, it's definitely not yeah. kicking over a lot of teams playing hard. So I'll be my eyes will be on them to see what they can do the, the end of the year. Yeah. So I think every year, every week, the NFL script just gets more nutty. Oh yeah. Also, something just completely random that I just remembered happened. Uh, one of the Raiders players got arrested yeah. right before the game for DUI. a DUI charge. Um, just the most Raiders moment. I ever. never heard of that. that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's one of their start. Their starting safety uh, got arrested on a DUI charge. Uh, apparently on the way to the game. I don't what know. Was he on? I, he was apparently drunk. That's wild. But I again, I don't know any of the details. That's all. I, I was just reading headlines. I could be completely wrong. Whatever. But NFL script writers, I know. I don't know what you're on, but just keep doing it. Because every week it's insane. I ain't gonna lie, this this slate of games in Week 13 is horrible. Um, eyes out for the 49ers, Eagles, and the Broncos, Texans will be good games. But otherwise, I'm looking around and it looks like a pretty mid. Well, that's what we always think, and then it's always chaos. I know. But like Jets, Falcons, like okay, for all we know, Tim Boyle is gonna go out there and throw four touchdowns Dolphins, or throw picks. Dolphins, Commanders, Chiefs, Packers. I don't know. That could be a random one. Rams, Browns. That could be that could be a good game. Be a good that game. could be the game of the week. Yeah, but who wants to watch it? No one wants to watch it, but that could be the game of the week. <laughs> it could be. Anyway, this has been the Coconut Curry Podcast. That's an hour and a half of recording. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all, and we will see you next time. I have an assignment to you at midnight. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>